Hello and welcome to Heroes of New York, a podcast about everyday heroes who have refused to let the pandemic stop them from serving others. In every episode, I will introduce to you someone who has risen above the odds to uplift people around them. I'm your host, Anu Senan. I'm really excited to introduce our guest of the day to you. She is an 11-year-old student from New York City and the youngest ever hero on the show. Today's guest is Daisy Hampton, and Daisy Hampton moved to remote learning like most other students in March of this year when New York City went into a lockdown. That's when she noticed that some of her classmates seemed to have more access to technology and stable internet connections than others. And for the first time, Daisy understood what the digital divide looked and felt like. She realized that the pandemic would doubly impact students who were already experiencing hardships those with disabilities neurodiverse students and those facing economic challenges daisy with the help of her mom jennifer hampton founded including you as a way to support underserved students through the pandemic and beyond including you is a peer to peer mentorship and philanthropic organization that was founded during the height of the covid-19 pandemic it matches underserved students with resources ranging from peer mentorship and tutoring services to laptops and internet hotspots During this period, including you has matched volunteers who are aged 11 to 17 with mentees throughout the country for friendship and fun. They do one-on-one pairings among kids in the tri-state area. Including you also has a program with a group of children living in poverty in rural Mississippi. In partnership with a Mississippi nonprofit, including you matches students mostly from the tri-state area with students from the Mississippi Delta region. Volunteers of any age are also invited to submit videos reading children's books or providing instruction in crafts, robotics, yoga, cooking and other areas of interest. Including you also provides and has provided nearly 50 laptops and internet hotspots to Mississippi students served by partner organization Family Biz Builders. When Daisy learned that over tens of thousands of public school students in her own city lacked functioning devices for remote learning, she pivoted her focus to New York City. After Daisy's delivery of a laptop to a girl in the Bronx garnered attention from local reporters, she received more than 200 requests in one day for additional laptops from public school teachers on behalf of their students. Now Daisy meets several times a week with NYC educators or families to deliver laptops or hotspots. To meet the need, including you is raising funds, accepting donations of computers to provide additional devices to students without access to a functional device. Most recently, the day after schools closed in NYC, including you in partnership with Grimley Financial, gave 10 laptops to a public school in Bronx that exclusively serves children with autism spectrum disorder or multiple disabilities and who receive special education services. To learn more about including you, you can visit the website includingyou.org. If you like this episode and you want us to bring you more interesting episodes, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Enjoy. Hi Jennifer and Daisy, welcome to Heroes of New York. Hi Anu, thank you so much for having us. Yeah, it's a true pleasure and an honor to have an 11-year-old as a hero on our show. Goodness, she's so happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty excited when I heard about Daisy from Keith Power the city council member's office, and my 9-year-old is also quite excited to watch this episode. So, he can volunteer. Yeah, okay, go on. 
Yeah, I guess so. I think that's the inspiration behind the story here because we kind of ask ourselves as grown-ups, how can we be a hero? And then we see children like Daisy and we're like, it doesn't take a lot. Yeah, I think we can all help in small ways. But that's what we want to hear more. How has 2020 been so far for you? Um, well, it's been eventful to see like how quickly our lives change from like one day going to school, no masks, to the next day. Everything was shut down, like things were sold out in stores. For my school, personally, the remote learning wasn't, I felt that we weren't getting as much as I saw my other friends were getting in different schools, but I was fortunate enough to like, be able to have tutors help me, and like it, that really helped me get through remote learning, but not everybody's able to do that, and the remote learning has been a struggle for everybody. And it's really just like widened the digital divide gap. And I've become more aware of it along with my family and friends too, as we've seen how the pandemic is affecting these kids' learnings. For a person so young to even acknowledge that there's a digital divide is a huge thing. And you've appropriately called your foundation, including you. And when I saw that name, I was thinking... This is a year that we have been more divided than ever, socially, politically, on the basis of our beliefs. And it's it's been very generous to think of a name called Including You. What inspired you and in starting that foundation? I think, well, initially, our main focus was helping kids who had disabilities like, feel more included because I would witness throughout all the different schools I've been through that these kids that were facing like these kids that didn't have friends or were being bullied because they had a disability, they weren't being treated right. And sometimes I wouldn't realize it. And I'd see like my classmates, even my friends doing this. And it wasn't right. And I seeing how it was affecting them. And it wasn't right. And then they wouldn't have friends and they couldn't really have anybody they could just go to. Like how other people might be able to have a conversation or just go to have somebody to rely on in class. They weren't having this because these classmates, or not all my classmates, but were excluding them. So it was like with all those experiences, I would realize how wrong it was. And that inspired me to have something to include everybody, no matter what their situation or disability is. Pretty inspiring. So what do you do through Including You? For Including You, we do a peer mentorship program for kids 11 to 18 to volunteer to like meet on Zoom with their mentee. And they could be teaching like a craft or helping their reading comprehension or like doing a cooking class. So there's like a wide range of that. But there's also smaller parts like us donating computers to kids who have experienced struggles through the remote learning. And this, as I said earlier, has really just widened the digital divide and including use about inclusion, and that includes digital inclusion. So we make sure that everybody's able to get their education and they're able to have like reliable friendships. And yeah. I love the fact that you spoke on reliable friendships. You know, a lot of people feel isolated when we moved into a lockdown. A lot of people don't have friendships. And this is a big matter of concern because people don't know how to build those relationships anymore. It's a skill. So 
I'm truly touched to hear that you're working on very, very important aspects of our social life. Daisy, how do you manage your school life, your personal life, and the work that you do at Including You? I like enjoy having like being busy. So it's pretty easy for me to balance it out. I also designate certain days throughout the week when I work on including you the most. But I work on it every day. But there's like, for example, I work on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I work on writing a blog post or finishing one of our like new website editions, stuff like that. I put my most time into those days. So then I build my schedule for like, when am I going to study for tests? When am I able to like call my friends? But like, also I take time on the weekends to do this because it's something I enjoy doing. So it's not really something that's hard to balance out. And Jennifer, how do you feel about Daisy's journey? Well, I'm so proud of her. And I just think this is really just an extension of who she is and always has been since a little girl, like always observing around her how others are feeling and wanting to make sure that yes, everybody is included and everybody feels good. And she has always been concerned about that and has always also been since little, you know, an advocate starting for school through educational reform and things like that. She do marches and she does marches for disability rights and all this. So this was all a culmination of a lot of things that Daisy had been thinking about through the years. And so I just knew something like this would someday happen for her because she's such a caring person. Right. And Daisy, who's your inspiration? Probably my mom. Yeah. I'm not surprised. She makes sure that she has a job that she works so long for. And she also has the Girl Scout troop because she's the leader of my troop. And then through all that, she's managing things for me and making sure that I like can have a friend over this weekend or like so much other stuff. And she's just able to keep doing this. And she's so motivated to do this. So she motivates me to be able to do it. Thanks for sharing that, Daisy. My son's a boy scout. He loves it. I think it's the best thing you can give your kid, yeah? A scout life. Yes, I think so too. Daisy was talking about trying to get the boy scouts involved in including you. You had mentioned that to me. That would be great. In fact, I can connect you with our scout troop leaders. And if you are interested, we can definitely take it forward. That would be amazing. Definitely need more boys uh, to volunteer because there's a lot of yeah. boys who are with autism spectrum disorder and the like whose parents have reached out that they need a friend and they prefer a boy. And we have a shortage of boy volunteers. So that'd be great. Right. And how many families or children have you reached out to through including you? So I guess if you're talking about computers, probably like 75 computers thus far, but we have a long waiting list and We just got in a bunch of new ones today through a partnership we have. Somebody at Tom's Hardware reached out to Daisy, and we've had a few organizations reach out to Daisy, and so we're going to get those out. And then I would say about 25, 30 as far as the mentee, and we have a waiting Mm -hmm. list of volunteers for both older ones that we're trying to get served and some mentees that still need help. So, How can someone sign up to be a volunteer? On our website, there's a join us page and it has the can form where they say if they want to be a mentee or a mentor, like make someone want to be like mm-hmm. basic information like birthday, email, 
So we're able to contact them and they just tell us a little about themselves and how they want to help in including you. And they submit that. And then from there, we just contact each other to work out our schedules, see what Zoom meetings or training sessions, if they're a mentor, they can join and to get them all caught up to things. And what is your hope for the future of including you? I just hope to be able to have more mentees and mentors and to like be able to recognize even more than I already do now all these friendships that, that have been created through including you while also continuing to close the digital world. Absolutely. Aside from both of you, do you have a team that helps you support and run, including you, the website and the program? Well, Daisy's robotics instructor works with her on the website. So they put it together this summer. They have several sessions. And so she does help with that. And she's going to help us look at the used computers that we get and make sure that they work well. And then in Mississippi, we have a partnership with Family Biz Builder. They have some older mentors who trained the girls to work with the kids in Mississippi and to provide cultural literacy and the like. And so we get that support in that way. But then we have other mentor-mentee pairings here that we take care of on our own. And then, of course, the computer stuff we take care of on our own. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the challenges that you faced with this program? Well, I guess one of them is, as far as the digital inclusion, is the huge need. And we have gotten requests from one school for 50 computers and so many laptops, so many hotspots, rather. And we have to explain, small organization, we're going to try to get those to you. And you want to give everybody right away because we have met many of these children. And so we can put faces to the number, the 60,000 kids without a computer, we understand their experiences. So you really want to help them right away. And that is a challenge knowing that we can't do that on our own. That is one of the biggest things, but it's also just so enriching, especially I think that the mentors are learning as well as the mentees, especially seeing these Mississippi kids getting together with these New York kids. And they're really learning from each other from two different worlds. And it's really beautiful to see. And then Daisy, she wants to talk about your friendship with Laura that you developed and how great that is. So if they click on Instagram, Laura's, who's a girl with Down syndrome, she's 17. And her babysitter reached out to the including Instagram to ask if I could mentor her. And I was excited to start because we hadn't really begun pairing up the mentees and mentors yet because they were still doing training. So I was looking forward to getting this experience. And then we started like video chatting and we talked about like, she told me about boys and um, her fashion and how both of our moms don't let us wear certain like things like crop tops and all that. So it's been a really like nice friendship to build with her and in these conversations have also allowed me to see how some of society that has created these like false and very rude stereotypes of people who have disabilities are affecting the people themselves that have the disability. And now she's like texting me every day. How are you? Good night. Good morning. And so it's just been really nice to like see this friendship grow. 
Wow, that's beautiful. I can see that not only have you touched other people's lives, they have also in turn impacted and influenced you. That's beautiful. Daisy, what's your message to our listeners? How can they make a difference in the lives of others? If you find like the right motivation, and if you see a problem in your community, you should take action on it because something that might just seem little can make a really like big impact for somebody's life. Thank you. That's a beautiful message. And I hope our listeners act on it. Thank you once again, Jennifer and Daisy, for being on our show. It's been a true honor. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. And we hope to see you and your son soon. Absolutely. We'll connect on the Scouts thing. Absolutely. Okay. Take care. Thank you, Anu. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on Heroes of New York. Make sure to visit our website, anusenan.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes. If you love the show, please leave a rating on iTunes so that we can continue to bring you amazing episodes. Thanks for listening and see you in two weeks from now.